0: What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Sincerely Shateja, back at it again with another episode. Y'all, it's been, what, since September, I think, the last time y'all heard from me. A lot has changed. I haven't really... um, growing spiritually, um, personally, dealing with a lot of things professionally, and being a parent, but God had me in a season where he was teaching me and really shedding a lot of light into some dark areas, um, and testing me, of course, we all go through those seasons of tests and trial and tribulations, and your girl just came out of it, so I am ready to start this new year. 2022 what it do because we about to come through with greatness we about to be coming out wiser we about to make moves i'm not talking about just money moves but just healthy whole moves for ourselves for our spirits for just us in general but i want to talk about forgiveness y'all. I know if y'all anything like me, sometimes it is a struggle to forgive. It's a struggle to forgive family members. It's a struggle to forgive friends. It's a struggle to forgive bitter foes. It's a struggle. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about freedom of forgiveness. Now, a lot of things that we hear about forgiveness um, from other people Things that we probably believe ourselves, or even just in religious settings that we may have heard in church, or just from people who um, you know are considered Christians. But the most common misconceptions about forgiving usually are not biblical, and I just want to name a few of them. Um, One of them is forgiveness means you're no longer angry. I can't tell you how far from the truth this is because if we really look and really dive deep into you know how God is and who he is just as has his as character then we can see that God has his righteous anger God is not pleased with sins and we sin daily people are out here living a willfully sinful life whether they say they are a believer or not people are continually living in disobedience so there is anger you know you can't just say oh you know I'm I forgave them, I'm no longer angry. No, you can forgive someone and still be angry. You know, forgiveness does not mean you're no longer angry. And you know, the Bible tells us that we should not sin in our anger, nor should we go to sleep um, you know, being angry at the person who offended us. So that is something that is not biblical and is not true, and it's not practical. You know, you have to acknowledge your feelings. Also, one of the misconceptions I found was the process of time leads to forgiveness. Just like grief and anything else, you cannot put a time limit on anything because it's a healing process. Everyone doesn't forgive as quickly um, as others. We have to really go through that process and you can't put a time limit on that. So people forgive differently. Some people forgive instantaneously. Some people forgive, you know in a in a step by step process, like your girl, you know, there's people who have done probably things to you and then the next day act like they never do anything, or continue to mistreat you and belittle you and talk to you and disrespect you and act like, you know, you're just going to go about your day and not even be bothered about that. That's that's not even healthy. And nor is it biblical. Also, another misconception is denying or dismissal of feelings of the hurt you express in invalid or lessening the effects of the offense. Some people say, oh, you know... It wasn't that bad. You can get over it. You know, just move on. I can't tell you how many times my family members told me that and friends told me like, oh, just get over it. It's not that bad. No, because you're not the one who felt that. You're not the one it happened to. So you can't just dismiss or deny something happened or just, you know, act so chalant, like, okay, I'm just going to bypass like I just offended them and mistreated them and just disrespect them in all types of ways and think that, you know, we just going keep going about our day and walking in forgiveness and not even acknowledging the hurt and the offense. It doesn't work that way. That's not God, how God intended it. It's not biblical. It's not practical. And it's definitely not healthy. Another misconception is forgiveness is justifying, understanding, or explaining excuses of someone else's rejected or poor behavior. People make up excuses all the time for things that they did wrong. Oh, well, if they would have never did this, and if they would have never did that, then I would have never did, you know what I mean? Like, you can't make excuses. You were in a wrong, the way you handled it was wrong, and you should have never offended that person. You should have never said that. You should have never done that. You should have never acted that way. And, you know, you just can't just justify your wrong. And you can't try to understand someone's wrongdoing. They did it wrong. They were wrong. They were in the wrong. And they were just wicked. And this that's just a fact, you know? And the more you acknowledge that and stop denying that, then it's, it makes it easier for you to go through the process of forgiving that person and also forgiving yourself if you were the offender. Another misconception is forgiveness means you must tell the offender or offenders you forgive them no i i believe this for the longest and i really thought it was biblical in my um younger years that i felt like if i don't tell that person i forgive them that then it's just it doesn't exist like my forgiveness just never happened and that's so wrong because sometimes if a relationship is toxic and it's abusive you can't go to that person and you know tell them it's forgiven you know you have to just Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself, and I know y'all probably heard that so many times, but it is truly a fact. Like, you have to forgive yourself. Whatever they did to you, whether you get an apology or not, or whether you get closure or not, you have to forgive because it is unhealthy mentally, emotionally, and definitely spiritually for you to hang on to the offense And continue to seek your own revenge or be bitter and angry and just dismissive of the whole fact and not take responsibility and accountability for your actions and also what their actions had done to you. You have to acknowledge that. You have to be accountable if you're the offender. And sometimes you're not gonna get an apology, sometimes you're not gonna get closure. And that's okay because at the end of the day, you have to receive the forgiveness for yourself. And a lot of people feel, though, that their forgiveness is not valid unless they tell their offender that they forgive them. And that's not true, nor is it biblical. So the Bible describes forgiveness as um, a release or dismissal of an offense, anger, an insult, or act of sin. So that's the biblical definition of forgiveness. And our forgiveness involves um, us really receiving The forgiveness that God has given us through Christ alone, which he releases from the eternal penalty of our sins, as we all know. So before we jump off the rail and go off on people for offending us, we have to also reflect and say, hey, we offended God first. So therefore we have to see we have to go to God and say, hey, let me recognize this in let me confess my sin let me receive the forgiveness from god and then i can receive the joy and peace that i need because once you do that it's so much easier for you to move past an offense and go on with life once you recognize you know what god i have sinned countless times against you and i'm not going to say it's going to stop because you're going to continue to sin as you live in this earth but once you humble yourself before the throne of God and say you know what, God I, f- I have offended you several times and I need to extend that same forgiveness to myself and also to others how can we receive forgiveness forgiveness is truly accepting the truth that God has already forgiven all your sins whether it's past pain present pain, and future failures is all forgiveness. It's all forgiven, excuse me. Jesus paid the sin bill, so we're forgiven. The act of love through Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection paid the penalty for our sins. So therefore, God has already forgiven us. He doesn't look at us for our sins or iniquities or transgressions. He's like, okay, well, you know what? They already... They cover by the blood, they dollar dripping, drip, drip, blood game. You feel me? Like, we're not sitting here in condemnation because those who are in Christ, there is no condemnation. You are truly changed once you allow God um, or allow Jesus to come into your heart and you accept Him in your life and allow Him to change you from the inside out, which is the key in uh, a, a sign of a true believer because a true believer is not going to act or respond the same way that they did when they were living a sinful life their actions may not be the same but also just don't stop at the actions but also look at the n- inward part how are they speaking to people how are they treating people whether it's a good situation a bad situation or an ugly situation signs of a true believer they, you know, they show patience, they show self-control. There's joy and there's peace and there's kindness and there's gentleness. You know, there's there's those things that are being displayed that, hey, this person is truly a believer, and they can can truly forgive me for offending them because of the way that they're they're treating me. They're they're being patient with me. You know, they're having self-control. They're not taking advantage in their own hands, believing it in the gods. And once a person truly accepts Jesus in their heart and allow him to change them from the inside out, then you can really possess the fruits of the spirit, not just out your mouth, but also in your works and your actions. And people can see that you don't have to make it seen or even express it. They can witness it. And that's a true sign of a person who is a believer. So don't be out here, fool, because we live in a generation right now and everyone's a Christian, man. I can't tell you how many times I'm scrolling through my social media timeline and I'm seeing, oh, okay, wait a minute. You just put something on here that was not biblical and that was completely not what the Bible says a believer should be doing. But, you know, you just got to really be out here on your swivel and really just discern things because not everyone is a Christian, not everyone truly has accepted Jesus or allowed Jesus to come into their heart and change them because people hold on to bitterness and, and are not forgiving, you know, and forgiveness is shown in your actions and how you treat that person. Um, also. We can't receive forgiveness if we are caught up in this, in these hindrance. So to avoid these hindrance, we have to acknowledge them. So here's a few of them that I want to um, go over. So oh, my computer just did not. Okay, there we go. So to avoid the hindrance of asking for forgiveness. So this is whenever you're in the wrong and you are the offender. So there are beliefs that the effort is worthless, meaning not apologizing may cause even more emotional trauma and physical damage. Leave it at the altar. In Matthew, Jesus tells us, if you have not forgiven your brother, leave your gift at the altar and reconcile your relationship with your brother or sister first, those who offended you, and then come to the altar. We have to do that too, even though there's not literally an altar altar that, you know, saying this, but just using that as an example, you can't come to God if you're so holding on unforgiveness and what people have done for you. God's like, I need you to forgive them because I have forgave you. I can't use you in a mighty way. I can't bless you um, if you are continued to holding on to that unforgiveness and that bitterness and that anger. Beliefs that the other person's, it's the other person's fault. We're all at fault. Like, we all did things wrong. The difference is some of us who are mature can take accountability for our actions. Others deny and make excuses and just are in dismissal and denial of the wrong that they did. So, believing that, oh, they're at fault, they did it, it's their fault, it's their fault, that's just a way of a person saying, I'm not mature enough to take accountability for my actions, nor am I mature enough to forgive them for what they had done to me, even if I don't get an apology. Beliefs that asking for forgiveness is a sign of weakness. Hey yo, let me tell you how many times I did not forgive people because I'm like, no, nope, I am not forgiving them. No, they're not going to make me look weak. They're not going to, you know, have one up on me. And that's another one, the fear of um, the other person taking advantage of you, like, oh, they're not going to take advantage of me and get one up on me. I No, I ain't going to them. Like, <laughs> no, I ain't saying sorry. Um, I wasn't wrong. So, and that's just all out of pride, you know, honestly, and also the needs to be right. Like forgiveness is a sign of meekness. It's a sign of humility. It's not a sign of weakness because at the end of the day, You walk away with so much joy and peace and you're like on this spiritual high. You're just like, man, they couldn't even fix their lips to, you know, apologize. But you know what? I'm mature enough to say, you know what? I'm sorry for whatever I did or whatever I said that made you um, get offended or whatever the case may be, you know? You're not losing control. So, you know, don't let the fear of you losing control because you are simply humbling yourself and taking accountability for your actions make you feel that. The fear of rejection, if they don't, if they don't accept your apology, oh, well, that's on them. That's on them. That's something God has to do with their heart because clearly their heart is a heart of stone and it's full of pride if they cannot Um, genuinely and sincerely accept someone's apology. And the the fear of failure um, is another hindrance. You know, if you don't succeed, you must try, try again. You know, just keep going at it. You know, it's not always going to work perfectly. You know, you're going to live and you're going to learn. And what you do in those life lessons and how you apply that to the next test really determines on how mature you are. Um, beliefs that the offenses don't need to be old offenses, excuse me, don't need to be dealt with now. I thought, you know, it's in the past. I'm not even gonna worry about it. But God showed me, like, no, those offenses need to be forgiven as well because they can still hinder you. They can still bring damage to your soul. They can still plant roots of bitterness and angry and anger, excuse me, and and cause you to act in a way or have this attitude. That you know, you have this pride or this self, this this sense of self entitlement. So past offenses are still need to be dealt with and still need to be forgiven, so you can live a life that is joyful and that is abundant and that is in peace. Um, so you know, that's just a couple things that you know help us to acknowledge you know hold up am I being hindered to forgiving this person or asking for forgiveness you know because of my pride because of me feeling oh they're not going to accept it or I don't want to get rejected or you know that the offense is not valid because it was in 1999 you know so just something to uh you know to think and also how can we forgive others now this one is hard like Forgiving others does not come easy and it's something that we all have to really go through day by day because if we're truly honest and we truly reflect on our reality, we all get offended on a day, whether you're at work, whether it's a family member, whether it's you driving and, you know, someone cuts you off and you got road rage, you know, whatever it may be. (laughs) We have to learn to forgive people. And especially if you're driving and got road rage, you ain't going to see that person. So you got to just forgive them instantaneously. Because if not, you're going to be miserable and mad on your way to work or on your way home, wherever you're going. It's going to mess up your mood. So you have to learn how to forgive people. And one thing I will say is sometimes forgiveness, um, well, when people forgive, they... Really try to do it out of a sense of, I need love, I need acceptance, or I need respect. And if you're doing it out of those fleshly motives, it's all going downhill. Like, it's going to be bad. You're not going to seek what you thought you were going to get at the end because forgiveness is something that you really have to be led by the Holy Spirit and also know that our journey to forgiveness will all be unique. Because we are all unique individuals, we all hurt differently. Our hearts are not all humbled the same way, um, and we all have different um, levels of the Holy Spirit. Like some of us have more um, acts of the Holy Spirit because we feed into our spirit more than we feed into our flesh. Is is what I'm saying? What I mean by that? So, you know, just. Really taking a moment, sit back and reflect is this me wanting to seek forgiveness or is this something that I'm being led by the Holy Spirit? Is God really pressing it on my heart to forgive them? Um, so yeah, that's just one thing I want to let y'all know when y'all want to forgive someone and how you can forgive others. Um, also identify the hurt, acknowledge. To the Lord and to yourself, what happened, and ask the Lord to forgive you for any acts of the flesh you did during the offense, either intentionally or unintentionally. Fill feel your feelings. Also, acknowledge how it made you feel. Release your revenge to the Lord. Accept the fact that the person that hurts you can't heal you. Another one is forgive the unforgivables unconditionally. Surrender your expectations of them changing or giving you love, respect, or being accepted. Only Jesus can satisfy our needs of security, love, acceptance, and significance. Can't no one else do that. And that's in Romans five fifteen. 15, excuse me, Romans 15, 7. That only Jesus can give us the true healing that we need. The true love and respect and acceptance that we desire and yearn for. And the next, go on to the next, press forward, brush off your shoulders from the offense. We must cultivate characteristics of Christ. The benefits of this is the one who gives a blessing to others will receive a blessing in return, whether it is tangible or intangible. A positive response produces an attitude of enjoyment and love for life, God hears and honors the prayers of those who follow this pattern and turns his face from those who do not. God will bless you in ways that you probably never would have thought. And just because you forgave that person for mistreating you, forgave that person for cheating on you, forgave that person for abusing you, forgave that person from spreading lies and rumors about you and trying to, um, you know, break down your reputation or whatever they did. He is going to honor your prayer because you humbled yourself before the throne of grace and say, you know what, Lord, I was wrong. I did this. I confess. I'm asking for forgiveness from a genuine heart. I'm coming to you sincerely. And he, he's going to bless you. You're going to have more joy and peace. And I tell you, and I speak from experience, like, this is stuff that I have actually gone through and dealt with and experienced the peace from someone, especially family members, who did me dirty, let me tell you. And I know we all got some family members who just take you to that point where you just be like, oh, if he wasn't my family and God wasn't in my life, I would be clink clank. clank. <laughs> but y'all feel me like there's there's certain times where we can really, really, um, get irritated and aggravated and family members can take us there or close friends can take us there or, you know, just people that we constantly surround ourselves, even with coworkers and colleagues and peers, you know, we can really, you know, go from zero to hundred real quick, especially when it's someone who's constantly in our presence and atmosphere. So You know, just keep that in mind. There's benefits of forgiving. There's benefits of turning the other cheek as far as not seeking retaliation and revenge because of what they did to you. And how do we forgive? How do we give forgiveness? Extending the same grace that God has given ourselves, being kind, tenderhearted and gentleness and gracious and also allowing the Holy Spirit to indwell in us, which empowers us to forgive others immediately. Those are situations when you like someone cuts you off, you got road rage, you're going to have to forgive them immediately. And also continuously, you know, people are constantly going to offend you. And Jesus told us we got to forgive people 70 times seven, you know, like it's a constant thing. It's continually... Done, especially as a Christian. That is one of our requirements is forgiveness. Jesus forgave those who, you know, did him wrong and dirty. He forgave his disciples who denied him and betrayed him and did all types of things. So we have to do that same thing if we're truly going to live this Christian lifestyle and truly walk in the word and in the will of God, we have to forgive continuously and immediately in certain situations. And there's one other thing I just want to say, and I mentioned earlier, but I really want to dive deep into it. Now, if the relationship is toxic, healthy boundaries are required. Let me say that again. If the relationship is toxic, you see a toxic pattern, you have to place healthy boundaries in place. If not, then you're going to continue to repeat that cycle. And that is not what God wants. God is not a fool and he is not telling us to be a fool either. He does not want us to put ourselves in situations that's going to hinder us. That's going to damage us and cause more, um, discouragement or any seeds of bitterness and anger in us because we continue to surround ourselves with toxic people and not have those healthy boundaries if there is physical sexual or verbal abuse you should never never be allowed or accept to continue the relationship at all at all that's like cut cut it straight cut it it's did it's done And then also ask the Holy Spirit to show you the heart of the person and give you the wisdom, boldness, strength to navigate this relationship and interactions with this person. Because sometimes you want to do something because you feel the need to do it. And then you're working out of your flesh and not by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, which the Spirit is not going to guide us to destruction. Our feelings and our flesh will. So... I hope this helps y'all because this was really good. And forgiveness there's so much behind forgiveness. When I was studying this, I was overwhelmed and I was really soaking in all this information because, you know, we have to learn how to give forgiveness. We have to learn how to receive forgiveness and we have to, you know, be able to understand what is forgiveness truly because there's so misconceptions that we have been taught that are unbiblical and unhealthy and simply just not in a practical way to live so have a blessed day I hope you guys enjoy your year until next time deuces